Hello and welcome to Filling the Sink, a podcast from Catalan News. I'm Lorcan Doherty and today we're talking about the local election results. The people of Catalonia have spoken and we now know the makeup of our local councils in cities, towns and villages for the next four years. It was a good election for the socialists here. They won the most votes across Catalonia, but they were just pipped to the post in Barcelona by former mayor Javier Trias. So coming up today, we've got all the main results and lots of analysis, looking at Barcelona and other major cities, and also a few other choice council areas around Catalonia. I'm joined today by Gifre Jordan. Hi, Gifre. Hi, Lorcan. Pleasure to be here. Is it really like to be here so early on wow. Monday again after being here so late on Sunday? Well, it was just a courtesy, but <laughs> to be honest, I'd rather be sleeping today. Oh God, I'm so exhausted. Uh, well, that's elections for you, isn't it? Um, Gifre, tell us first, what's the overall picture across Catalonia? Who might still be celebrating as we speak and, and who had a night to forget? Well, as, as you said in your introduction, the socialists were the ones with uh, with best results in Catalonia. They are the ones who are the happiest because they came first overall in, in Catalonia with, uh, you know, 23% of the uh, vote share across the country. They won in Girona, Lleida, Tarragona and came second in Barcelona. That's just their, their only, you know, aim that they didn't manage to get. But, I mean, in terms of all the other um, big municipalities in Catalonia, they did really well in the metropolitan area, in all of the, most of the most populated cities. So they did very well. A good night for them. Uh, second in terms of vote share were Junts. Uh, they got about just over 18% of the vote and just ahead of Esquerra Republicana. So these two pro-independence uh, parties, Esquerra got 17% and they lost around uh, 300,000 votes compared to the last time around. Exactly. Junts can be fairly happy <laughs> about their, their results. They came first in Barcelona. That was their main aim in this local election. This hasn't happened in the past 12 years. It's, it's, a, it's a great success. Uh, however, in other municipalities like in Girona, they lost and they actually came third. So they were first and now third. So it's a Kind bit, of a mixed picture. Yeah, yeah. I'd say June, it's like mixed picture, uh, same vote share more or less, but going up somewhere, going down somewhere else. And then Esquerra maybe punished a little bit for, uh, as the governing party in Catalonia, it's always hard when it comes to local elections. Absolutely. I mean, for Esquerra, there's no excuses. It was a bad election. It was a bad election night for them. So they lost 300,000 votes. Whereas, for instance, June's only lost 5,000. So Yeah, turnout in general was, was well down in 2019, so most parties lost votes. So it was 55% uh, this time round, which is nine percentage points down from 2019. That's a really significant drop. Yeah, it's worth pointing out that in 2019, this, Catal- this local election coincided with the European election, which was like a high-stakes one, because it was like in the middle of the uh, Catalan trial, you know, the trial for the leaders who were involved in the 2017 referendum. It was Puigdemont, the former Catalan uh, president, who had been in exile like for one year or so. He was running in the European election. So it was like high turnout, especially high turnout. But these ones were below average. Looking at the smaller parties then, Comuns, this left-wing anti-austerity party, they came in just under 9%. Uh, the People's Party 
doubled their vote share up to 8%. Yeah, while Comuns, we can say it was not an ideal night. I mean, they lost their main stronghold, Barcelona, the capital of Catalonia. They came third, not very far from top, but still third. For the People's Party, it was like a big success for them. They, they went up in loads of places, and in some places they doubled or tripled the amount of councillors. People's Party, a right-wing conservative party. The far right had a very good night. Vox? Yeah, they made their breakthrough in dozens of towns. So for the first time, Barcelona and other cities in Catalonia, other big cities of Catalonia will have Vox representatives. Because they won just over 5% of the vote, which is a a significant figure for these elections. Yeah, 5% is the threshold. So if in one municipality you get lower than 5%, you don't get councillors. If you get over 5%, you are eligible to get uh, councillors. Coop then got 4%. Uh, not a great night for them. They're far-left pro-independence party. And Theodidanos, who used to be quite have a, quite a significant presence, they're dead in the water, you have to say, just over 1%. Yeah, absolutely. So they've been wiped out of uh, the Catalan councils. I mean, we're talking about vote share there. When it comes to the number of councillors, they don't actually really tally up. No, not exactly, because, I mean, Esquerra came third in in terms of vote share, but they came first in number of councillors with 2,903 out of 9,100. So that's like one in three councillors in Catalonia will be members of Esquerra candidacies. Let's turn to look at Barcelona then. Now, this we were sitting in the office last night watching the results come in, and this was so exciting because wow, that was like, memorable. You know, if you're an election what geek like us, it's like because yeah, because the results were coming in, it was like 25 percent counted, 50 percent counted, and the numbers were changing. First, we had the exit poll that said Calau was going to come out on top. <laughs> exactly, the, the current mayor out of Calau, left wing communes. Exactly. But as the night went on, it became clear that. No, it was going to be Xavier Trias. Yeah, well, at the beginning, it was like, oh, Colau can make it again. But then, uh, you know, the socialist Colboni, Jaume Colboni, overcame Colau. And then suddenly, Xavier Trias, centre-right, pro-independence uh, candidate, came first. And, and it was like, wow, very unexpectedly. So in the end, he won 11 seats. The socialists were in second with 10 seats. And Ada Colau's party came third with nine seats. But the battle for the second place, it was mad. It was just mad. Came down to 141 votes between second and third in the end. I mean, and we're talking, you know, over 130,000 votes each. So, so tight. Um, so tell us a little bit about Javier Trias then. A great night for him. Absolutely. He was uh, mayor of Barcelona, actually, between 2011 and 2015. He retired from politics, <laughs> but then Junes, his party, was like, oh, well, we have no strong candidate for this election, like three four months ago. Can you just run for the party? And he was like, okay, as long as under loads of conditions, he right, accepted, right. let's say. One of the conditions being... Being being more moderate in terms of independence, he's not talking that much about independence or not as much as Junes. Uh, integrating parties that are that are no longer in Junes, you know, they, he wants to put together again the old nationalist centre right in Catalonia thing. And Junes was like, okay, fine, <laughs> you can run, and and it worked. It worked. And what's more surreal is like. I don't think he didn't expect to win. He <laughs> Yesterday, last night, he said something like, well, who would have told me three months ago or three hours ago that I would came first? Just because he topped the poll doesn't mean he's guaranteed to be mayor. 
Absolutely not. So he got 11 council seats. But if you add the three left-wing parties, the socialists, current Mayor Colaus, uh, Barcelona Comú and Esquerra, they make the absolute majority of, of council seats. So if they... There's 41 seats in the council. So 11 out of 41 is, it's, you know, it's the, they're the biggest party, but they're still a long way to go to form a majority. Exactly, exactly. So if all three left-wing parties uh, cooperated, they would... You know, frustrate this bit for mayor of Xavier Trias. But, you know, it's very unclear whether the, the three parties in the left will cooperate. Another possibility, for instance, would be Xavier Trias together with the socialists. The two 11, biggest parties. Exactly. The two biggest parties. 11 plus 10, 21 out of 41. That's majority. Another possibility, maybe socialists plus Comú plus the People's Party. That would be very strange, but... This would work for Colboni to become a candidate and, and leave uh, Trias out. So lots of possibilities. The other story in Barcelona is the fact that Vox entered uh, the council. They're for the first have, time. They're going to have representatives. For the first time with two council seats. And meanwhile, Esquerra, who won the election in 2019, despite not becoming mayor afterwards, they halved their amount of uh, councillors from 10 to 5. So they have no chance uh, to get the mayoral post. But they could decide whether to make Trias or Colboni mayor. Right, well, time now to hear from some of the politicians themselves. This is Election Night in Quotes. Xavier Trias, Junts, winner in Barcelona. When I announced I was running, I said I was doing so to win the elections, that I was running to be the mayor of Barcelona, and I will be the mayor of Barcelona. Ernest Maragall, Esquerra Republicana, fourth place in Barcelona. Trias won the most votes, and it is his responsibility to try to lead the construction of a strong and stable government for the city. Ada Colau, current mayor of Barcelona, third place this time. We will use all of our power to prevent it from happening again, prevent speculation from returning, contamination from increasing, and a free bar for tourists. We are here to serve the city of Barcelona and to ensure that the brave progressive policies we have brought in over these years, coming directly from locals and neighborhoods, continue to advance. Jaume Coiboni, socialist runner-up in Barcelona. We have the opportunity and the duty to open a new chapter in Barcelona of progress and stability. And this I want to say very clearly. The socialists don't rule anything out. Xavier García Albiol, People's Party, winner in Badalona. I know for sure that some neighbors in Badalona who may not agree with my political party have trusted us with their vote. People who may sympathize with the socialists or with pro-independence parties who don't vote, who vote for Podemos, it doesn't matter to me. Gonzalo de Oro, Vox, won seats on Barcelona Council for the first time. Today is not a day to celebrate, because the objective of eradicating the politics of the left and separatism has not been met. What is bad for Barcelona is bad for Vox and bad for Spain. 
Ana Grau, Ciudadanos. Failed to get elected in Barcelona. This is not the happiest night of our lives. The results don't come even remotely close to what we were hoping for. Yuxaleyas, Guanyem Cup, tight first place in Girona. We are more than satisfied. We are euphoric. This tie in first position with the socialists shows that the city of Girona wants a change. But this is obviously a pro-independent city, so our goal is to form a government. That was the election night in quotes, and our thanks to Alan Reith Terrell. You might remember Alan from previous episodes of Filling the Sink a while ago. And uh, to Emma Munros as well. Well, one happy chappy was the new mayor of your hometown, Badalona, Gifre. Exactly. Uh, Xavier Garcia Albiol from the Conservative People's Party. And his story is nuts, you know, <laughs> seriously. It's incredible because, I mean, the People's Party in Catalonia is very quite small, you know. They got just 7 8% of the vote share in Catalonia. But in Badalona, they got over 55% of the vote share. It's absolutely incredible. He won 18 seats out of 27, so two out of three seats. And this is with a, a proportional representation system, which is obviously, you know, it's, it's quite difficult to get a majority, and he stormed a majority. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what happened. And I think his uh, case is just the example that uh, local elections, the ideologies are not that relevant, let's say. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that plenty of pro-independence people voted for Albiol in Badalona. Albiol not being pro-independence, he's uh, strongly unionist. You know, in local elections, usually you kind of vote for the person you like the most as mayor or the most charismatic one or the one you know because you've come across them in the middle of the street. And I'll be honest, like everywhere in all local celebrations, in all parties, in all the time in the street or I don't know, he's a charismatic guy. And also, I think his arguments, the arguments he usually uses are very popular in, in Barcelona, he uh, talks quite a lot against squatters, against irregular migration, and there's like a significant portion of Badalona residents. Big on public safety. Exactly, exactly. All the time, all the time. And this has made him successful. Now, Badalona is a little bit of an outlier. It's just outside Barcelona, but most of the surrounding area, this metropolitan area, is what we call the Red Belt because uh, the socialists absolutely dominate here. Uh, They've got absolute majorities, which we said are pretty hard to come by in a lot of cities. They actually lost their absolute majority in L'Hospitalet de Llobregat, which is Catalonia's second city, but they still were way out on top, winning 13 out of the 27 seats there. Uh, a good night for them in general, though. although they fell back, say, in L'Hospitalet. Exactly, exactly. So the Red Belt is their main stronghold, and it will be uh, like this for four more years. So the number of municipalities where the socialists came first has tripled, actually. Uh, not not just talking about the Red Belt, but in general. And, you know, in towns like Santa Coloma de Gramanet, they retained their absolute majorities, like... 17 seats out of 27. I mean, it's incredible. And taking into account that Esquerra was, um, you know, vying for the mayoral post there with a very well-known figure, Gabriel Rufian, and he only managed to get one extra seat from three to four. The metropolitan area is also important for communes, one of the smaller parties. They fell back to third place in Barcelona, 
Uh, what was the situation in Greater Barcelona then? Yeah, for instance, they are, they've always been strong in El Prat de Llobregat, the, the town where the uh, Barcelona airport is located. And, and they're very much against airport expansion. Exactly. So that's why they are successful. I mean, they are heirs of the Green Party and of the Communist Party. So And they've always been in power. But in other metropolitan areas, like municipalities, sorry, such as Moncada y Rajac, they lost the first place. So, yeah, a little bit up and down for them too. In other urban centres then around Catalonia, a really good night for the socialists. They won in Girona, in Lleida, in Tarragona. And in fact, in eight out of 11 of Catalonia's biggest cities, the socialists came out on top. Mm-hmm. In a lot of these cities, it's kind of a battle between the socialists and one or other of the pro-independence parties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but for instance, in Lleida and Tarragona, they came first by far and they will... They are very likely to to be mayors again. Whereas in Girona, it's interesting because they got eight council seats. Um, you know, the second party was Coop, far left Coop, also with eight. And Coop could uh, try to find some coalition with Junts and Esquerra, the other uh, two pro-independence parties. So a pro-independence bloc could block the socialists from from power there. And these are cities where the socialists used to be mayors for several decades and maybe lost them, what, around 2011 in in Girona and in in Lleida and in Tarragona in 2019. So they'll be happy with kind of their recovery there. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, their success has come at the detriment to the pro-independence parties. So they lost altogether 350,000 votes, most of them as Carras, but also Coop and Junts have lost quite a few. And their vote share has uh, dropped from 44.5% to 40%. But they still did very well in their heartlands. Junts and Esquerra dominating kind of inland Catalonia and lots of the capitals in the more rural areas around Catalonia as well. Yeah, at the end of the day, out of the 900 municipalities in Catalonia, Esquerra got 300 and Junts got 300. Very rough numbers. So... Uh, you know, this uh, county capitals in the inland Catalonia, they were quite strong. For instance, in Figueras, um, Junes got the absolute majority. In Igualada, Junes got the first place again, but without absolute majority. In Manresa, it was Esquerra winning the election. Uh, in Reus, in Reus, it was the socialists, but but still, in most inland uh, county capitals, it was Esquerra Junes. In Tortosa, it was Junes. In Berga, it was Coop, actually Coop, uh, winning in Berga for the third time in a row. They lost one seat, but they came first. So yeah, a little bit of everything there. And another interesting story, kind of in in this Catalan heartlands, was the emergence in Ripoll of Alianza Catalana. Yeah, we can uh, define them as far-right pro-independence party. That's something new that maybe some of our uh, listeners are not used to this concept. You know, far-right is usually linked with unionism here in Catalonia, but we also have some far-right pro-independence parties. Tiny, but, you know, they're gaining ground in some local councils, for instance, in Ripoll. Also in Manresa, uh, it's not uh, Alianza Catalana, it's another far-right pro-independence uh, party called Front Nacional de Catalunya. They got just a couple of uh, councils. I mean, looking at the figures, they did top the poll in Ripoll, Alianza Catalana, with 30% of the vote, six councillors. 
but the other forces together are probably likely to combine and, and, and to deny them the post of mayor. Uh, because I guess that's something that we need to look at. What happens next, Gifrey? And all the mayors have to be elected by June 17th. Yeah, on June 17th is the day where all the local councils are set up, are officially set up. And that very same day, all of them will vote for the next mayor. So the thing is like, if one candidate garners an absolute majority of council seats, this person will be uh, the mayor. Otherwise, if none of the candidates are able to garner an absolute majority of seats, the candidate whose party came first is automatically elected mayor. So that's the end of these elections. But just before we record it, we find out we've more elections on the way. It's insane. Please <laughs> stop this madness. I mean, seriously. Yeah, so the Spanish general election was supposed to be in November slash December. But the Spanish Prime Minister, Pedro Sánchez, has just announced that uh, there will be a snap election on the 23rd of July. I mean, this comes on the back of a very... We're, we're saying the socialists did really well in Catalonia, but across Spain, it was a bad night for them. Uh, in both local and regional elections in Spain. Uh, remember that Catalonia has no regional elections now, so uh, it's going to be by 2025. But, you know, it was a bad night outside Catalonia for the socialists, so I think they don't want to lose more, more vote shares. They don't want the time to go by, you know? So they are just announcing this election now. The first time ever that we will see a Spanish election in July. That's very strange. <laughs> One last thing before we go, there are two mayors in Catalonia that have been in place since the transition to democracy four decades ago and counting. Yeah, they are machines of winning elections. How did they get on last night? Well, no surprise, they won again for their 12th time in a row. So they've been mayors uh, since 1979 and they will be until 2027 if nothing special happens. So they are uh, Josep Vilar uh, from Fugas de la Selva and Pere Moradell from Torroella de Fluvia. Congrats to them. Time now for our Catalan phrase. What's it this week, Gifre? Hasta am al cor. I'm Lyal Court to be with something in your heart. Yeah, with the hi, 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 hi in my heart. Yeah. Okay, right. So it sounds quite uh, anxious, no? Absolutely, absolutely. And it literally means this. So uh, to, to be really anxious, waiting for something that hasn't happened yet, but will happen. A little bit negative connotation so it's worrying it's a bit you. stressful it's, it's a bit, yeah so that was us last night watching the the coin comment well it was us and the parties <laughs> but yeah yeah above all the parties and lie al core yeah to have your heart in your mouth in english you can say well that's us for today i hope you enjoyed that special election episode and it was worth the wait thanks very much gifrey for joining me yeah well see you soon <laughs> in the next election probably thanks to all the catalan news journalists and our colleagues at the catalan news agency as well it was a, a big night's work for everyone involved thanks to you for listening if you want more we have so much coverage on catalannews.com graphs and all sorts of uh, details about the, the election results and you don't have to wait a week for your next fix of filling the sink this weekend we'll have our next episode out on summer festivals happening across Catalonia until then from me Lorcan Doherty and all of us here at Catalan News bye for now adeus